welcome to the uh, the pilot episode of our Glee podcast. Uh, I'm Maggie, I'm, and oh. uh, yeah, this is my brother Sam. Yeah, I'm Sam. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, um, and we watched Glee when it was on TV. Uh, I remember. I remember we actually watched the uh, the pilot, which we watched today. That's what we're going to be discussing. Um, we watched the pilot during like fall like fall previews, like even before the show was on yeah uh, well, well yeah because they aired it so i checked the original air date is may 19th 2009 so that's almost we definitely 10 watched years it. ago i remember yeah and we definitely I, I remember we watched that um in that like may time period because mm-hmm. i remember having to wait until the fall because i checked the next yeah. episode aired september 9th 2009 we waited a, we waited a whole summer um yep. for our show tunes um fix Yes. Uh, but I, so I was in eighth grade, uh, when it, when that aired. Wow. Oh my God. Yeah. Uh, and I'm graduating college next week. So that's some nice context. Yeah. It's been, for ya. I mean, we're, we'll definitely, we're definitely going to have more context because I know we both, um, caught some yeah. references that are a little, um, as we would <laughs> say today, outdated, um, perhaps, but, uh, yeah. So, it is weird that it's it, this show literally was on, like I said, almost ten years ago at this point. Um, yeah, and yeah, it's it's weird. Mostly, it just feels like it was not that Yesterday. long ago. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Um, um, yeah, I I I feel like we both have kind of a storied past, just because with Glee, because it's like a bad show. Yeah. but <laughs> we definitely watched a lot of it. Yes, I um, I definitely I I know I watched it. At, Throughout high school, and then definitely um, at least the first year I was in college, um, yeah, maybe the second that's year. About, that's about the same for me. But I'd say the like, like I was deep into the Glee like fandom. That was like like Tumblr was uh, like when I was on Tumblr in high school, it was Glee all the time. Ugh. Which <laughs> it's it's weird to think that like my large consumption of this show was not canon consumption it was like fandom consumption which i think has like really changed the way i thought about it made me think differently about the show than i thought about anything else any other like uh like show i thought about before you know yeah no i mean it's interesting because and this is kind of um a little unrelated but earlier i was watching a show um today and i was talking with you and some of our other friends about it and um I, I was like, oh, I'm watching this show. It's pretty good. And you guys were like, that show stinks. <laughs> and I was like, what? I like how you're not saying the name of it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean... Because maybe you're ashamed to like no, it. No, it's mostly because I just want to get into it that much. But it's Yeah, definitely, let's not. Was... Um, because I do have some things to say. Um, and that is that Benedict Cumberbatch is... <laughs> um overrated. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> let's, so um, anyway. Let's get into the actual pilot. Yeah. Uh, We'll go note by note here uh, because we both took copious notes, I'm sure. Yes. Um, yes, mine aren't as okay, pretty as yours, bef- but... Before we get into it, there is one thing that I want to point out that will change the way that we watch this entire show and that everybody who listens to this podcast will ever think about Glee. Okay? Okay. Um, so the name of the choir that is eventually started is New Directions. Um, but... Yes. What is another another way to say naked boners, Sam? I, I was going to say, when you said it like that, I immediately thought nude boners. And, well, or no, nude, nude, erections. nude erections. Sorry, yeah. I mean, nude erections. I, I definitely, when I said I thought nude boners, I was thinking of nude boners, but it's because you said yeah. nude erections. So, yeah. yep, that is so definitely. So, there you go. Now, every time that anyone says it, uh... Yeah, as, like as because Will comes up with the idea when he when he sits up straight straight from bed like in his bed like new directions. Oh my god! That's, <laughs> uh, yep. Okay. Oh. Well, so okay. Um, anyway, so, so this show aired this yeah the show aired May nineteenth two thousand nine like I already said, um, and Wikipedia said it had nine point six two million U.S. viewers. Which is, is that impressive? I think so because the rest of the season did not have as high of numbers. So Sad. I mean, but the fact is, like, if you think about this, almost ten million people watched this pilot, um, 
Which is really impressive, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. I don't really have a metric. Um, I just thought it was fun to, a fun thing to bring up. I I, I mean, bef- like, let's get into the episode. And I want to say, like, this first season is actually pretty good. Like, that's why we watch the show is because the first season is, like, fun. Yeah. Well, it's, that's... I, it's I, campy and, like, a good time. I, I made a note before on my notes where I said, um, I haven't watched the episode yet, but I remember the first season being really good. So, um... That's, I mean, I figured it might be something like, you know, I, s- through the years since Glee, um, we've seen a lot more of Ryan Murphy's television and he does have true. a history of making, um, making some shows that have really outstanding first seasons and then kind of declining after that. Um, yeah. I mean, he, but, he makes some interesting choices overall as yeah. a creator, yeah. I would say. Um, but yeah, we didn't uh, know any of that before, so this yeah, so the show exciting. opens on um, the cheerleaders, the Cheerios, with um, Sue, played by Jane uh, Lynch, Jane Lynch, um, screaming at them, which is her main form of communication in this show. Yes. Um, and then uh, we get like another long opening sequence with um, Will like walking through a parking lot in his like shitty car, and also like Kurt being like really obviously bullied and like shoved into a dumpster and will is just like i guess that's just gonna happen even though i am a teacher who could stop this from happening um anyway uh she was a uh william schuster uh would you say he's our main character sam yeah i mean honestly i think so which i think looking back was one of like is where this show might have taken a wrong turn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Immediately. Where, like, why Why did you choose to have, like, this kind of, like, uh, like, kind of, like, creepy dude, honestly? Like, he's not, he's just, I, maybe, maybe I'm, I, I've got some, like, connotations from later in the show. Yeah. Or even later in this episode. Yeah. To be honest. <laughs> um, yep. <laughs> yeah, no, it's uh, true. I, I mean, my first note, I had something about, Lillian Adler, um, which I have no idea who yeah. that is now. She, I th- I th- I'm pretty sure she was the former director. Oh, um, you're right. Who no. died? Yeah. Yep. Yep. Because they have a picture of her, and they I just have, put... they've got like they've got the plaque with the really strange um, photo. Yeah, and I, I was just like, she looks so sad. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> which, um, to be fair, we kind of know why by the end of this. Um, but yeah, the and end I... of the opening sequence is uh, Sandy. Yes. Um, the former, the current choir director, um, like interacting with one of his students, like they're singing or something, and he touches the kid's like, uh, like belly or like torso in a way that seems kind of innocuous until uh, you see our our other main character, perhaps Rachel Berry, yeah, played by um, the incomparable Leah Michelle. Yeah, no, I well that was um. I, I had a note there was like, who is this dude that gets creepy molested by the former choir teacher? And where does he yeah, go? Why is, yeah. Like, why isn't he in new directions? Like, I mean, I guess maybe he's just, maybe, maybe he was scarred. Yeah. Or like he, yeah, he like vowed never to come back or something like, but they don't actually discuss it at all. Like, and it's, like yeah. was Sandy actually doing anything immoral? Was he molesting kids? It is, because we do, we flash to see Rachel like weeping in um, the office of Principal Figgins, yeah, uh, claiming that this director has, um, like, molested kids, um, right? Yeah, because I think out of like spite, because she didn't get the solo, like, <laughs> yeah, good job, Rachel. That that is the implication. Um, yeah, I think. Let's see. Yeah, I'm trying to see. I just I feel like I didn't do a great job of taking notes. Well, I well, think that happened just a little the, bit later. This is just the opening. This is just the opening because like I thought that um, ha- hmm. it might have, but Will Will decides to take over the Glee Club and he has right. to pay like sixty bucks a month to keep it going. Yes, out of his own pocket. Yep. Which I mean, to be fair, like that's more relevant than ever. Maybe like I think, yeah. <laughs> unfortunately, like I mean, it, I I don't think it tracks with the production quality that we eventually see. Oh no, <laughs> um, no, for sure. But um, and then we get to see the auditions of um. Yeah, right of before that though, our uh, 
new choir members. Yeah, right before that, though, we have that um, interaction with the teachers. Like, there are yeah. all the teachers in the teacher's lounge. Oh, yeah, lounge. in the teaching lounge. With, yeah. like, the fucking shaky cam. God, yeah. the cinematography is just all over the fucking place. Well, the the other thing is that, so Jane Lynch's character, mm-hmm. like, the, the cheerleading coach comes in, and she has, like, a weird, like, she's, like, flirting with Schuster, which I did not yeah. remember that at all. I did not remember that there was, like, a weird, like... Well, she kind of has, like, a bubbling sexuality in this character. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like she's kind of always sort of, um, like, like predatory. Yeah. In a way. Maybe it's just because she wears that red jumpsuit, man. Maybe you're just into it. Maybe. I know. But, like, um, but, yeah. I And then I noted that uh, Emma is real aggressive towards her and the fat gym teacher yeah. is gross. Uh-oh. And who is Emma? Uh, Emma is the... Um, redheaded. I don't remember what she teaches. Oh, she's the counselor. She's counselor. The school counselor, and she has OCD, but she has like the very like stereotypical OCD where she has to wear gloves to eat, and yeah. she hates having anything that's dirty touch her, um, which comes up but, again I mean, later. But she definitely but. also has like rituals and stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. like yeah. I just I um, I noted the yeah. gloves because I was like, yeah, like how more like ostentatious yeah. can you make the fact that she has OCD. Yeah. yeah. Um and then the other teacher that we see is um Ken Yeah, Tanaka um, or something. He, yeah, Ken Tanaka, the coach. Yeah. Of the football team. Yeah. And it kind of starts to set up a love triangle between all the teachers and whatever. We'll come back to it, I'm sure. I don't I don't see why there's so much focus on those teachers. I'm bored by it. Yeah. Um, um yeah. So let's get into the auditions. The audition sequence. So right, well, right before the audition sequence, um, oh man, David, I have, come on, well, wait, singing. Wait, I, I have the word MySpace written in all caps with oh, three yeah. underlines. Oh, so, um, in this, that's scene, not the first mention of MySpace either. No, like there's definitely or the last. Yeah, it was definitely. Um, I think it was when Schuster was talking to Figgins about starting the like choir or the Glee Club. Um, he says something about how they get how students get bullied on MySpace. Um, which I just I Christ. I had to write it down because I was like this this shows a lot about the world. I mean, I think it shows that the pilot was like written probably in like 2006, <laughs> f- filmed in 2008. Yeah. Yep. No, that's put true. out in 2009. When MySpace was definitely like MySpace was dead by 2009, right? I don't know. I honestly couldn't tell. I know yeah, I have the MySpace I, Everything page, just kind of runs so. together. Yeah. Anyway, so auditions. Yeah. Um, Mercedes goes first. Yep. Um, uh, uh, Amber Riley? Yes. Is the actress. She's amazing. Yep. Um, sings sings RSPCT. Yep. Respect. Um, and really, it's um, a standout hit. because. And honest, this is like not the first time or last time I'll say it. Amber Riley should have been the main character of this show. Yeah, no, that's true. Um, yeah, it, it's strongest singer of the bunch, maybe. Yep. yep. Um, and then Kurt goes next. Um, I don't. He sings Mr. Cellophane. Chris Colfer, I think, is the actor. Yeah, Chris Colfer. Yeah. He sings Mr. Cellophane from Chicago. Yeah. Um, seems I mean, like an it's good. Strange choice. Yeah. Um, and then the next, so the next one, I I wrote down a specific note because. Um, it's Tina because we see Tina and Artie signing up, and uh, yep. Tina is the kind of like gothy Asian chick kind of, and Artie yep. is the guy in the wheelchair. Um, but I wrote down Tina stutters in writing her name on the she sign does. up sheet. Uh, it's like T T T T T I N A, and I was like, "Are you kidding me?" <laughs> well, <laughs> I think that's. I was that's like, "Yes, like a, it's perfect. so campy. Like it's yes. the best. Exactly. Like, it was like, perfect." Why d- why did you make that choice? It's such a strange joke, but I'm into it. It was it's funny. Um yeah. and yeah, she sings Kissed a Girl by Katy Perry, which of course is not the it's not the best song in the whole world because it's like uh it it's it on its first level it's like, Oh, cool, a song about girls kissing girls. I can get down, but then it's like, Hey, but by the way, I only kissed a girl for for boys. So. Yeah, no, I mean, I wrote down I wrote down a note. I think she was supposed to be the token lesbian. Um oh, I think man, that was that kind been of interesting, her, huh? I, I think that was kind of their plan originally. Um 
I know, like spoilers. Why would they have? Okay. We know that, like, why would they have the token? Change. They should have had the token lesbian singing, like, "Come to my window" or something like that. No, we'll see. That's the thing. Is I know. Well, it's 2009, so that hit had come out like a year before, maybe if that. Um, so it was current, and I think it was just like it's. I don't know. I, I just yeah. I got that vibe because I was like, oh, like here we go, like we're getting all the weirdos, and this one's singing this song, so like maybe she's supposed to be the lesbian, but mm-hmm. um, we don't get to yeah. see Artie um, audition. No, um, so I guess it's we just have to assume that because uh, he was around that he's in the club now, um, because next is Rachel, yes. our star. Oh God. <sighs> Yeah, see, this is the thing that was, like, I feel like this sequence, like, because essentially what they do is for all these, uh, for each of these characters while they're coming into audition and stuff, they all get a, like, little, like, sequence where they have, like, an over, they get to talk over the scene and they kind of show some stuff about them. Um, A little bit of narration. Yeah, Rachel has the longest one and also one that I, like, it's just very memorable. Like, I remember this scene even, like, years out. Because, like, just the way that the way that um rachel is crafted it's like you kind of already hate her <laughs> yeah. at this point oh so Which, true but i have to wonder if ryan murphy meant to do that like did he just did he like the way that rachel was i mean <laughs> I, don't I don't know, know. i don't know either like cause so let's so let's jump into this a little Let, bit yeah, so d- should we walk through the should we walk through the sequence probably um, yeah we get to we get to see like flashes of rachel as like a little kid like doing like crazy dances and like everyone else in her dance class hates her because yep. she's better than them um or she assumes that she's better than them really um she has two gay dads yep uh one is black and one isn't and she makes the comment that um uh she was a test tube baby they mixed their sperm together and they don't know who her real dad is which is great <laughs> which yeah um, i mean like and we, we get to see little pics of them like in her locker and that's not uh, eventually, um, I'm pretty sure one of them is Jeff Goldblum. Yeah, so. no, it's definitely. I, I remember that being a thing because I definitely saw some of the episodes with her parents, and um, like they're not the same people. But like that joke is, I mean, it's, I, it's hard because I was like, this it, is it. La- it lands in the moment for sure. It's, it's true. Um, yeah, and then so well, the interesting thing is she gets into a little bit about how she posts videos of herself singing mm-hmm. to myspace and all yeah. of all of the so interesting like yeah all of and it's che- just her it's just her sitting in front of a camera like, yeah which and is belting yeah and, and like and all the cheerleaders write nasty comments about them yeah we see a MySpace. flash to like like quinn cyberbullying her yeah well and so i was sad. i was like the one thing is um it's funny because i personally like looking at it i'm like this is completely unwarranted like she's she's like a good singer like yeah as much you can take away from me Lee michelle like, she like is a good it's singer quinn, it's quinn writing like kill yourself like it's like why yeah <laughs> she's well, just singing well and so um the the other thing is it's interesting because i feel like in the age of youtube mm-hmm. like in the in like this is if, if rachel did this now this is exactly what people do all the time like, yeah so extremely like, <laughs> extremely normal so like it's weird that it it's like set in this weird world where it's like pre-youtube and like pre like vlogger you know yeah like era. pre-vlogger culture yeah, yeah. um yeah. which, which prefer- i'm sure rachel would have loved it i know and her narration in this scene is so um and the way that rachel just talks uh is sounds so rehearsed like it sounds like she like in in the morning, she looked in the mirror and she said, "These are the words I'm going to say today," and says them to herself, making <laughs> sure that her expressions like match. Like maybe she's a psychopath. Maybe no, I mean to be fair, like this kind of loops back because I don't remember if this is where they show it, but it is definitely heavily implied that she she ratted out the old choir teacher in order yeah, to get this, fired. Yeah, this is where it, this is because, where it's talked about. Yeah, because because she didn't get the solo like because somebody else got like the big solo or whatever. Why and, was like, her solution to like end the choir program? I don't know. She's I, like, see, I gotta blow this up around me, bitch. Like, see, that's the thing is I that that lends some credence to this idea that she's a psychopath because like that is exactly what a psychopath would do of just like. <laughs> Just like, oh, I, I'm not getting my way. Then, like, let's blow this whole thing up. Like, 
She does stare at people a lot to like oh, yeah. maybe like evaluate what emotions are. I don't know. Maybe. Um, yeah. So anyway, so at the end of the sequence, um, we get our first slushy of the season of the show. Really, I guess. Yeah. Um, um, Puck. Yeah. Uh, who's who's who does who's Puck? What's I don't, his name? I I don't remember his name. He's not an important character yet in the show, and also he's kind of a creepazoid pedophile in real life so yeah he's he's like not a great dude <laughs> no at all so i don't know his name um and i'm he, not um yeah he try. throws a, a red slushy all over um rachel's face yeah um which i think is supposed to make us like pity her um i maybe? don't know if it's supposed to make maybe us pity her. Make, her make her more human yeah i think it's mostly just supposed to establish this culture of like at this of school. extreme bullying? Yeah, no, I <laughs> like, mean, but to be fair, like like we like you said, we already had a scene at the beginning where Kurt is like outright yeah. like bullied in front of a teacher who does absolutely nothing and like it's like just like violently bullied. Yeah. Like this this is like I don't know. If if this happened at a legit high school, if this happened at our high school, like someone got a drink thrown in their face, somebody would be suspended. Yeah. Like, no, yeah, I agree. But I suppose uh, we have to suspend our disbelief. Like this is um like a campy a campy show, you know? Yeah. So like everything is heightened. Well, I think and I think that's the thing is I think it was intended to be kind of a a ridiculous like Yeah. portrayal. Portrayal and also at the same time try to use it as kind of like a way of representing maybe cuz like that's mm-hmm. the thing is like like maybe part of it was trying to show that like even though we don't see like this egregious outright bullying at schools, like the new, like the culture of the internet, you know, like cyberbullying kind of reflects this a bit. And um, maybe that like, and to be honest, maybe we just went to like, maybe we just went to the, like the wrong kind of school for that. Like maybe, maybe there is like, maybe other schools did have worse bullying problems, especially around that time. I don't know. But. Yeah. Um, it's, it's interesting to think about like, maybe like considering the people who made the show, like it sort of feels like self-aggrandizing and like self-insert in a way, like showing like, oh look, these show choir kids do have a life and like humanity. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, because that's part of it too. Is like, I don't know. It's right. Like, do they want us to hate Rachel? Because I do. I don't know. Like, because I do too. <laughs> and like, <laughs> I, I just maybe maybe they're trying to make us feel bad about the fact that we like are agreeing with the bullies in this situation. Yeah. But... I mean, but I would never throw a drink in someone's face. Right. Yeah. Like that. Yeah. Um, that's fair. Let's, so the next part of the episode is we see the Glee, the Glee Club performing um, uh, Sit Down, You're Rocking the Boat. With yes. Artie. Oh, my um, God. Artie in the solo, which he does a good job. He's a yes. good singer. But, like, I mean, and one of the characters does point this out, but, like, this joke is so <laughs> It's a good. little heavy-handed. <laughs> this joke is gold, <laughs> though. <laughs> like, <'cause, laughs> but, well, yeah. No, I, think it's, I think it's Rachel is, like, yeah. like do you really want to be, ha- do you really want to have the kid in the wheelchair singing, sit down, you're rocking the boat? And it's like, yeah, that's great. Yeah, um, no. And they already sound really good. Yeah. Um, except, except Rachel is like, no, we sound horrible, which... Leads us into our, like, we're going to be discussing this, I'm sure, about what is um, heard and what is not. And I just learned these words in my film class, so um, I'm going to use them. Diegetic and non-diegetic. Diegetic means that it is a sound that the characters in the story can hear. And non-diegetic means that they can't hear it. Okay. So, like, a whole lot of musicals have um, non-diegetic numbers where it's like, it, like none of the characters are acknowledging that they just burst into song. Huh. I didn't think about yeah. it that way. I I always thought about musicals as like, like people just accepted that that's how people <laughs> that that's how the world works. Their feelings. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Um, that's interesting. I mean, to be fair, I think in this show, um, I think especially here at the beginning, I think they're aiming for more of a diegetic feeling where everything definitely everything is real. Everything is being sung. Like people can hear all of it. Um, cause yeah. even though it's like kind of musical esque with the fact that people are singing, um, it's definitely grounded in the reality of like, these are high school kids yeah. singing for their high school. We all, yeah. We club. always see the people singing. Yeah. Um, 
At least at the uh, beginning. Oh. I'm, I'm not saying that for the whole show, for sure, because I do remember that it gets a lot different throughout the time. We, we totally, we, okay, we, we butchered a little bit here because one of the best lines of the whole episode um, happens, like, right out, like, uh, Will comments, like, saying, no, having Artie sing this song, it's like, irony, it's fun. And oh my God, Rachel yes. says, there is nothing ironic about show choir. Yep, and then I, storms out. It's the first storm out. I, I wrote that down, too, because I was like, this is the best, like, this is definitely one of the best <laughs> lines from this episode. It's Yeah, it's like, it's very, um, it's like so quintessential Rachel. Yes. It, and it gets, she, yeah. Wow. It, it just fits into, like, the like the idea of like the campiness of the show though because it's so self-aware like it's such a great yeah. joke at the expense of, like... i mean def- definitely in the pilot it seems like it's going to be like this self-aware jokey jokey yeah. thing and yeah. like that's why it seems like this is going to be really good because it's like oh they're acknowledging like how bizarre and weird this is yeah um yeah uh and then it turns out that they like to move forward they have to do good at regionals to keep existing yeah. we see uh we see a scene with uh principal figgins and shoe yeah i i was curious about that was that a trope before this show or was that something i don't that this think show so I'm, I'm pretty sure glee started it yeah because like that's definitely a thing now where it seems like every like you know like especially high school club kind of stuff but always like we have to do well at regionals yeah we we have to do well at regionals so that way we can like go on to nationals or we have to do well at regionals so that way our club continues to get funding like um <laughs> maybe but, that's just yeah. the the place our culture is at right now maybe um spanish teachers don't have 60 dollars to put oh into God. the budget that was yeah um speaking of that um then what we get next is Shu talking with his wife terry who i completely well, forgot it's, existed it's, yeah it's the sheets and things um yes. she, wor- she works at sheets and things which is like a bed bath and beyond situation um and we get to see sandy again right um, yes yeah well and can, we'll wrap back to him in just a second but like yeah. terry like I completely forgot about her, but she is definitely she is like horrible. the worst. Yeah, because she complains about the fact that she works four hours a day, three days a week, and they don't Which have enough like, money. Like this is like such a bummer. Like why does why does one of the main like so many women in this show are portrayed to be like hated? Like I hate Rachel. She's the worst. And it's like yeah. Terry is also the worst. Like why are they so? Well, unlikable. I mean, at the same time, I also don't like any of the male characters. Like, it's not a That's... sexist thing. Like, I don't yeah, like Shu either. I don't, I don't either. like Shu either. <laughs> so, like, yeah. Um, but I mean, to be fair, I think they're portraying Shu in a way that tries to make him more favorable. I agree that Terry yeah. is portrayed intentionally badly. Like, she is not a yeah. good person, and she's not a good character. Like, she's a, she's an overspender. Um, yeah. Like, she has, like, uh, like uh, a spending problem, and then also, like is like yelling at somebody who works at her, who works for her at sheets and things like being like, if you can't fold a fitted sheet, then you shouldn't work at fits uh, at sheets and things. And it's like, who can fold a fitted sheet? Okay. Well, I mean, to be fair, she does kind of have a point. Like if you yeah, can't no, fold a yeah. fitted sheet, but like, I mean, it, it is technically her job to teach him. I think. So. This is where I first noticed the um, the acapella soundtrack. I have a I oh have my a, god, yes, it's so great. Yes, I, I have a note about that later, but I definitely I was like, this show like it's so good though because like it definitely adds like just that little bit more to the show where I'm just like like when definitely. it would like transition I'm just like oh yeah like <laughs> the show is like the show is fabulous like this show uh, is good yes. Um, um, yeah, yeah no, I, and I, yeah. Uh, the next thing is like a high school cast system sequence. Oh, wait, wait, um, wait, wait, we didn't get to talk right? about, let's talk about Sandy really quick. Um, oh yeah. Sandy be, at Sheets and Things. Yeah. Cause so we, we learned that Sandy, the old high school, um, choir teacher is now dealing marijuana, um, which I was <laughs> like, I was like, wait, was that really a thing in 2009? Like Ohio medical marijuana? I mean, I guess maybe yeah but, i mean um, i don't really have the motivation to do research for that yeah well so essentially yeah we learned that he's te- he's he's essentially doing a like secondary drug market i guess where he goes to his <laughs> doctor with it is apparently <laughs> very lucrative yeah and he sells it and mostly it seems like he sells it to the teachers at the school um yeah, uh, so specifically coached 
um, Ken Tanaka, which we see, like, it's a joke that repeats later. Like, we see him, like, all, um, like, all red-eyed and, uh, like, high, maybe. Yeah. Like, yes, definitely. Fun. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, and so, let's see. Just saying. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the next thing, yeah, the high school cast system. Well, because it was, um, I think it was a cheerleading scene, Will's, right? Yeah. Will's trying to get more people to join um, the Glee Club because they need more people for regionals yes i guess um and he and uh someone is like oh emma tells him emma is like you need to just get one of the popular people and everybody else will follow right yeah Um, yeah and will is like i'll just go talk to the football players maybe i can get one of them to join yeah yeah and so um i i mean I'm trying to remember mostly because my note, the only note I have between this and the next scene, which I completely remember the next scene, but the only note I have is this show, <laughs> this show was made for Lynch, right? Like the idea that like Jane Lynch is like one yeah. of the like biggest personalities on this I show. Mean, so I, like, I wonder, I wonder if they, there, there's another like woman that were, that is like written to be unlikable. Come on, Glee. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know if she's actually written to be unlikable. No, I actually, I actually really like Sue, I really like her usually. too. Yeah, because I feel like in general she's just very powerful. Like, yeah, she knows what she wants, and she usually gets it by just doing what she needs to do to get it. And Assertive. also, she has, and the... it's it's it seems like the cheerleaders look up to her. Yeah. Too. Well, she also has the best one-liners. Um, yeah. Mostly because she just yells obscene things at the cheerleaders, <laughs> which is hilarious. <laughs> so, yes. Um. um. And so the next scene is uh, Shu talking to the football players, and then like they all uh, write him off. He's like got like a sign up sheet, and they write like some stupid like ass butt. Yeah. Names <laughs> well, there's a lot of like penis jokes, I think. Um, <laughs> but yeah, and um, but then I, I mean, does it go straight into the shower scene after that? Yeah, he's he's hanging out in the locker room, and this is where we get um, the first taste of creepo will. Yeah, so um, we hear, so he's hanging out in the locker room, and then along with Will, so it's diegetic, we all hear um, mm-hmm. the sound of somebody singing Ario Speedwagon. Yeah. Um, in wow. the showers. Yep. Um, not, not the first time that we're going to have um, some real dad rock. Yep. So, on um, the show. Yeah, so this is the introduction of Finn. Um, mm-hmm. Except actually, so I guess actually it kind of happens a little bit after that because, um, so we, he's singing Ario Speedwagon and Schuster like creeps real yeah, hard. Yeah, he, like, he like, like peeks in. He's like, ooh, ooh, yeah. who's that? Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's not great. And like, it's like, okay, like while the actor, um, who, uh, what, what is his name? We need to Corey Monteith. say that. Yeah. Corey Monteith, um, who is sadly deceased. Yes. Um, yeah. But um, at this point, I'm pretty sure he was, like, 30. Oh, uh, yeah. But he is portraying a 17-year-old boy. So it's kind of gross. Yeah. No, it's definitely... What, this, this thing. It's definitely not legal, whatever it is. No. Like, it's not great. No. And so um, what ends up happening is um, in order to coerce him into joining the Glee Club, uh, Schuster... He, he extorts him. <laughs> Schuster hides the the <laughs> weed that Sandy had given him at the sheets and things as kind of like a free sample. He hides mm-hmm. it in uh, Finn's locker and then pretends to find it and tells. Well, so I had a nice little quote here from that meeting, which was yeah. possession is eight tenths of the law. And I'm like, what the hell is that even supposed to <laughs> well, mean? It's, like, it's it's clear that Will doesn't know what he's talking about either. Like they're both like kind of working each other up into this like weird hysteria where Finn's just like, please, I I, I can't get kicked out of school or whatever. And, and Will is like, you're going to lose your scholarship. And Finn's like, I have a scholarship. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And I was just like, yeah. Following up pedophilic voyeurism <laughs> with blackmailing a minor. <laughs> like, like, good job, Will. A plus. What a fucking asshole. I know. It's, um, yeah. Oh, and then God. they trade voiceover and we get Finn's backstory. Much like the sequences that we saw before yeah. um, during the auditions. Um, yep. We get Finn's backstory where um, he talks about his single mom who is adorable and wears double denim a lot. <laughs> yep. Which well, I can get down with. Well, I put his dad died in Iraq. Um, yes. Yes. Uh, and uh, the... 
Yeah, and then Finn's mom is a slut for 70s and 80s rock. Yeah, um, which is clear in, um, like, just, like, Finn's persona, which is, it's interesting how, like, um, it's, it's like, like what we've said before, like, this is kind of a weird reality where everybody is these cookie cutter things, like, no one it really is complex, yeah. um, which I don't think is a bad thing, like, not every show has to have a complex, ha- has to have complex characters, sometimes well, they could just be a Rachel Berry. I mean, to be fair, that's the thing is I think this show started out with some very like cookie cutter, like this is the jock, this is the nerd, this is whatever. Um, And then I think it started to blur the lines a little bit like and we'll get to it, unfortunately. But like, I think that's part of the problem is at the beginning here, it's very good because all of these characters are super simple. And like Finn is obviously the meathead jock. Like that is what he is. Like he he just he he he's complicit in the bullying. He. Um, doesn't want to do show choir in the first place. like. But he loves to sing. That yes. is what we learn in his backstory, is that he likes to play the drums and sing. Um, and he had like a an early male role model uh, who was this guy who, um, it seems like his job is to paint people's lawns green. Yes, no. <laughs> instead of, it looks like a lawn care service, except instead of actually like having grass, you just paint the dirt in your lawn green, which... It's pretty bizarre. I I mean, it's definitely a real thing, but also, like, amazing. Like, perfect. Um, yeah. yeah. There's, a, like, there's some really cool shots of, like, um, this guy, like, painting a lawn and, like, singing with childhood Finn. It's nice. Um, yeah. Yeah, and then uh, I, I did yeah. have the thing where Finn's mom throws milk at the guy as he drives away with his new oh, girlfriend. Yeah, which he, yeah he, drives, he drives off with some hot bimbo, and then... Um, Finn's mom, uh, in like an amazing scene, grabs like this jug of milk from the back of the car and just runs out into the middle of the street and like fucking throws it and then just like falls down to her knees and weeps. And I'm just like, <laughs> yes, this is the only thing I've ever wanted. Yes, it was. And so, yes, and then that's Finn's backstory. Um, and so Shu successfully coerces him into, yep. uh, joining the club um the next note i have is not very helpful um uh they they sing finn sings for the first time with them and um it's uh chill the chills song uh, i got i got chills They're oh multiplying. okay yeah yep because there was the yes in control yes i should stop singing this that's... podcast should not be me <laughs> singing well i figured we we're gonna get to it eventually but no um uh rachel i have a note rachel gropes tina and she liked it um <laughs> Because there's uh, maybe, definitely a part. Maybe this is that like this is like the token lesbian stuff. Exactly. Huh? I th- I think they were trying to set that up uh, mostly because it's it's like Rachel and Finn are on either ends of like this line of people yeah. all singing this song, and then like Rachel like like drags her arm across people as she like walks over towards. Well, Finn. it's because like, as soon as Finn opens his mouth, it's like Rachel is like transfixed. She's just like, oh my god, <laughs> like I have to <laughs> swallow this person whole, like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like Finn opens his mouth and the little like fire comes out and Rachel a moth is and then attracted Rachel, to uh, it. Like, yeah, she unhinges her jaw so that she can <laughs> swallow him. It's funny though because I feel like Finn is the one that has like an obscenely large mouth. Large mouth, and that I mean he won't be the first actor and <laughs> to uh, I mean he won't be the last to have yeah. an enormous mouth. Uh, I can't. Oh my god, I cannot wait. <laughs> but yeah, so um. Yeah, so then the next scene, so they sing all, they all sing together, it's cute and or whatever. Mer- yeah. Mercedes definitely should have been lead. Um, she yeah. brings up for the first time, she's like, I didn't come here to be a background singer. And I was like, how dare you make Amber Riley a background singer? How well, dare you? Yeah, the problem, though, is that she didn't come here to be a background singer, but boy, howdy, does she do it. Like, Yeah, because of racism. Yeah. Um, but so then the next scene is uh, Puzzle Night, Will and, which yeah, is Will and fun Terry. and challenging. I argue wrote. over a puzzle um yeah and uh high yeah, school I, is over will for both of us yeah i i put down something um was she reeks of something for sure and it sure as hell ain't management potential Oof. Uh, wow well, harsh because <laughs> it's like so here and another a fun quote it is not a bad thing to want things um <laughs> it is not a bad thing to want things will yeah. So yeah, Terry, Terry spends Terry all their has money. Some, like, has some good lines. Like it's this, true. um, the actor does a good job because oh, you're just yeah. like, 
you're just like, yeah, I know this person. <laughs> it's so true. I that's that's part of it is I hate the character Terry, but the actress does a very very good job of portraying yeah. her. She's like, really funny. Yeah. Um, um, but yeah, and, and then, uh, yeah. it it we this is like our first hint where we find out that Will and Terry's relationship like started when Will was um like the high school golden boy and she was the cheerleader. Yes. Um, yeah. yeah. Yep, and so yeah, and that's one of the other things too is we find out. I think this is kind of about it, but we find out that they like this is the only relationship that Will is or yeah that Will's ever had. Like he yeah. he's literally dated her in high school, and then they just got married after that. Yeah. Um, um, yep. And then the next scene is uh, more Finn stuff, yep. where we find out that he's dating Quinn Fabray, the yes. head cheerleader. Um, and uh, because like Rachel's asking about it or something, and uh, we get to a, a scene of them macking, and um, oh my god, yes. And then well, she, she stops him and is like, "Let's pray." Yeah, because because it's we we find out they're both in <laughs> celibacy club, which is yes, one of the best jokes. Because what do you ma- think? Th- what do you think they talk about? I don't know. Like, and I think how they, to dry hump. Well, I mean, to be fair, I think they do actually have a meeting of celibacy club later in the series yeah in another episode but at this point yeah i don't know um rolling back just a little bit um i there wasn't there wasn't a moment where ken tanaka asks out emma um yes and the main reason i want to note that is because i put a note that says truckzilla how did they manage to book such a celebrity um (laughs) yeah because he he asks her to go to like see monster trucks yes um the thing for me is that it's like I don't know. She, she like turns him down. She's like, I'm not going to go out with you. Like, I'm not interested. And Ken is like pissed off and goes to talk to Will about it being like, I thought you were going to put in a good word for me. And it's like, dude, she doesn't want to go see monster trucks. So why would you want to date her? Like, don't you want to date someone who would want to see that? Well, and I mean, I put, because this is when, when she turns him down, I think this is also where he puts the like chewed gum on her car handle. Oh yeah. That's so mean. It's disgusting. And I was like, well, I put, Ken is also a gross, manipulative dude, not surprising for the football coach, which is True. really mean to football coaches, but, like... Well, whatever. Yeah, I mean, but that's the thing is, again, he's he's a caricature. He's, like, yeah. this gross asshole, and I agree. Like, I think it's it's just interesting. Now, I didn't think about it as much when I was watching it that it's, like, why are you still chasing after her when it's obvious that she has no common interest with you? But Yeah. Yeah. Um, And uh, this is, like... Throughout the whole episode, we've gotten hints that, like, there's kind of, like, chemistry between Will and Emma that, like... Because there is in the scenes that where they are, like, talking. Like, they're definitely flirting. Um, and yeah. it kind of se- Like, to me, it reads as Will leading Emma on. Like... Yeah, mostly, yeah, because he's married. And, like... He is. And Emma knows that. Obvious. Yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty obvious that, like he like she'll she'll be like oh you're so great and like you know what i am great like i am great thanks emma (laughs) yeah um so the next scene they all the the yeah it's emma and the and will and the glee club go see vocal adrenaline yes which is um so that's the uh show choir at a uh, at a rival high school carmel high school um and uh just as a note emma has the best outfits she has a lovely periwinkle She's adorable. Ascot. Yep. So cute. Um, With her big eyes, she looks like a marmoset. Adorable. It's true. It's very true. Um, but so, yeah, so they all see vocal adrenaline, and they all talk some shit beforehand, but I put vocal adrenaline's first number is, as they say, fire emoji. Uh, <laughs> because... <laughs> Because it's oh my r- god, did you um did you learn that from the hip kids? <laughs> yes, actually. Um, but yeah, because I mean, it's like a real show choir with choreography yeah, they, and stuff. They sing um they sing rehab and yes. it's amazing, like it's really good. Um, Will gives tries to give um New Directions a um, pep talk before they see it. They see the performance. Um, he's like, listen, we got heart. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, I mean, well, it's just, it's funny. I, I made a note about it earlier, but, like, when when they have their first little rehearsal where they're singing the um, offensive get down your rock, in, or sit down your rock in the boat. Um, <laughs> Ironic, I like, actually. I was like, where did all of the people that were doing choir before go? Like, go. did they all just yeah. leave because, like, they were disgraced by the fact that Sandy got, like, 
<laughs> like, yeah. like in trouble. Like I don't understand. Like it sounded like there were a lot more because it was it just Rachel and this other dude. Like I seriously doubt it. But like, I mean, I feel like we kind of have to um, suspend our disbelief there. You know, yeah, like this, know. this is a pilot episode where they can't tell. Right. They have to like decide what they're showing. You know. Right. I know. Um, it's just, but it's just funny because like Carmel has like a full show choir with like actual like students and stuff (laughs) and they do such a great job it's so it's like a great it's a great performance um the and this is another like heightened reality thing because the audience uh starts like standing and cheering during this the performance yeah well see i think this is yeah it's it's heightened reality for its time um Mm -hmm. but now in the age of post glee ism um and like pitch perfect and shit like yeah like this is totally how the world works now like everybody yeah. loses their mind for show choir so well why wouldn't you it's fun are you saying it's that har- or, it's or did glee tell you to say that it's harmless fun no but this is why we wanted to watch the show i know yeah you know no, it's like true. we saw this and we're like enth- enthralled because it's a good time it's a whole it's wholesome and fun well wholesome um, is a strong word but yeah uh, and then after the vocal adrenaline scene, um, it uh, we get to we see Finn get confronted by oh, the other yeah. football players. He gets yeah. paintballed, um, but and uh, there is one joke um, that happens here where Finn gave the excuse about where he w- had to be. Like he was like, "Oh, I have to go to this glee practice thing. What do I, what am I gonna tell Puck, this other football player?" Um, he's like. Oh yeah, my my mom has to get her prostate checked or something like that. Yeah. Um. And then during this scene, Puck is like, "I looked it up. Uh, chicks don't have those." And it's like, for one, um, anyone can have whatever genitalia they want, Puck. But it is kind of a funny joke. It plays yeah. fun. It no, plays it, funny. It yeah. And considering the time period, two thousand nine, like yes, they're high schoolers. He's a football player. Like, um. It just it, it is funny. It's just one of those things where I was like, eh, like I didn't write any notes about the scene because, like, again, it's like this like egregious bullying where it's like, yeah, just egregious. Like, <laughs> where it's like, yeah, I don't. I mean, to be fair, I didn't play sports in high school. Maybe like sports players did do shit like paintball each other. I don't know. That's so sad. But, yeah. Um, um. And Terry tells Will that she's pregnant. Yeah, I I put. I mean, I'm pretty sure you can clock this lie from Terry, even if you've never even watched TV. <laughs> like, <laughs> even if you didn't watch the episode, you already know. Well, like, even if even if you've never watched a TV show in your life, if this is the first thing you've ever watched, like, you'd be like, <laughs> I'm pretty sure she's not telling the truth. Because, like, yeah. cause they don't actually, like, they don't actually tell us she's lying yet, but... Um, but it's, it's pretty clear. really heavily inferred. Like, <laughs> um... I have a note here saying that cinematography is inconsistent. Um, that's just me bitching. Um, what's the next thing? Oh, uh, Will decides that he has to resign yes. um, as the Spanish teacher to become an accountant, even though he doesn't like math. Yeah. Um, well, well, and so I, I put, I've loved being your teacher for like a week, I think. <laughs> and um, and uh, there's a scene where Emma's looking through an old yearbook. And apparently she was teacher of the year. And I'm like, who made that terrible decision? Because I don't think he actually, like, is a good teacher. Like, I, just... I mean, we do, we, like, later in the series, it is, like, a point in the story that Will can't really speak Spanish. <laughs> yeah, like. <laughs> and yep. he is the Spanish teacher. So. Uh, God. Um, And Will sings uh, Leaving on a Jet Plane. Yeah. Which is not a rap. No. So that's I... great. I think it is. It's not. It's not diegetic, is it? Though I mean, because like he he sings it in the auditorium, so it does yeah. seem like he's he's singing it to like an empty auditorium all by himself. Who's yeah. working those lights? Who knows? Yeah. Um, well, because I mean, I think, they, but they do play it over like this montage of yeah. like him like packing things and like whatever signing up for accountants jobs or whatever. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, so we're starting to trend into that like more musical esque territory, I guess, where it's like I uh, I did make a note here um, after um, leaving on a jet plane. This is kind of a deep cut, uh, but hey, like this is a Glee podcast, and if you don't, if you can't get down with like deep cuts, then wh- who are you? Um, because I you're definitely not one of my friends, and those are probably the only people listening. Um, <laughs> 
so they're in the it was like the Kennedy Center Honors for in like 2011 I want to say yeah. um the guy who plays Will sings Springtime for Hitler oh yeah yeah and I wrote in my notes smug Nazi really is this guy's best look <laughs> <laughs> oh my god oh yeah, I mean it's with the cl- with the cleft in his chin, like yeah, and like his like yeah, his like blonde permed hair, like yeah. Oh my god, yeah. Um, so he's saying he, it's a it's a nice rendition of the of the John Denver track. Yes. And um, then my next note is Rachel gets called RuPaul as an insult. Oh no, I did. Yes, I wrote that down too. Santana calls her RuPaul, which I was like, "Is this supposed to be an insult?" Like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's definitely not an insult in 2017. No. Um, um, oh yeah, Santana is another one of the uh, cheerleaders. Leaders. Yeah, but she hasn't gotten named yet. I just knew her already because more show. Yeah, because uh, um, she's the best. But um, I, I actually had a note right before that: the sad state of society where a school teacher can't afford to have a kid. It's okay though; yeah. they probably shouldn't reproduce. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> wow. Hot takes. Yeah. Well, I mean. Like, um, and yep. so we're, we're closing out, out to the end of the episode. Like, it, it definitely feels that way, too. Um, yeah. Uh, Finn quits Glee once he hears that she was leaving. Yes. Um, um, or just in general, maybe because of the paintballing thing. It's unclear. Yeah, I think there's a variety of factors. Um, but what does happen is the football team, led by Puck, Artie. Um, yeah, they 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 capture Artie and get him locked in a porta potty. Um, it's that's so fucked up. Like, I know. Yeah. Why is why is this fucked up stuff happening? Well, and so like they they invite Finn to help them like flip it. I think flip the porta potty yeah, and t- terrorize this kid. Yeah, and and I was like. I was like, "Good point, Puck. He is already in a wheelchair, so why not flip a porta potty on him?" Like, um, but also, how did Horrible. they get Arnie in there? Like, <laughs> like, I don't know. He barely fits. Like, it's ugh. Yeah. Uh, and um, Will says no, and has an epiphany that is um, punctured by a Journey song. I oh, believe. you mean Finn? Finn says no. I think you said. Yeah. Will. Did I say? Yeah. Oh, I meant I meant Finn. It's okay. Um, they they both he, have he, very yeah. He says faces. the he <laughs> nice. He says the quote: "You can't w- th- you can't win without me, and neither can they." Which is like a very Finn thing to say. Um, yeah, yeah. I'm I am the star of the show. Let's yeah. all just accept it right now. Except he's not the best singer, and he's not the best football player. No, he's just a white boy with a self with like a lot of um uh self-esteem yeah i guess well, yeah i mean that's true um yeah he and ra- then... so finn rallies the troops yep. um uh so that they can all sing together and emma and uh, emma shows will um a tape from oh 1993 yes which a show choir performing which, which we never see it's on a no. computer screen not facing us which, we just hear it and yes. it sounds fun and good to watch well but I, I guess I, they were out of money <laughs> that's exactly what i said i said not enough budget for a second show choir to do the past performance huh <laughs> you could have just used the fucking like vocal adrenaline slap some other outfits on them and like <laughs> put it in sepia or something but nope <laughs> like the, um, what do they sing? Um, um, I didn't write it down because it's oh, not all that shoot. important. No, but it is like it's like a weird song. It's um, oh shoot, I don't remember. It's something kind of groovy. Yeah, it's definitely um, oh god. Well, that'll just have to get lost in the ages, I guess. <laughs> um, and anyway, um, it's e- Emma shows this to Will because Will was actually a part of the show choir. This was yeah. when Will was in high school. Um, shows this to Will as, like, inspiration for him to stay on as a teacher. Yeah. And he does, um, she does have a good line where she's like, um, I know you want to provide for your family, but what are you providing? Like, yeah. And, and it's like, the idea is like, are you providing just money, or are you providing the idea that, like, you should do what you want to do? Um, which is nice. Um, yeah. It, it, it doesn't, like, is that what convinces him to stay? I don't know. It, no, um, no, no, no. What next, convinces him to stay scene, is the next scene. Yeah, the next scene is um, another performance by 
the show choir singing some more dad rock because yeah. I guess Finn I guess Finn did this. Well, yeah, because I mean, this is um. Oh, there there is, is one thing I want to mention. Sure. Before we get into the song, so Finn when he ra- is like rallying the troops, trying to get everybody to um, come do this number, he's like, Artie, you can talk to the jazz band, right? And then uh, uh, says like, Mercedes, you can handle costumes, right? Oh my God, he's like, yes. dude. At least he wasn't like Kurt. You can handle well, costumes, right? <laughs> well, the funny thing is, though, is I put a note um, that I was like, really innovative outfits there, Mercedes, because like yeah, they're cause all wearing they're jeans red and t-shirts. red shirts. <laughs> they're just red t shirts. <laughs> so fucking stupid. Um, so and, maybe he uh, should have asked Kurt. <laughs> after this prep scene, um, we see them singing uh, Don't Stop Believing. Yeah, this Which is when is, that song exploded. Yeah, was was this when like that be- like it became the most annoying song in the whole world? I think so. Um, yeah, I put "Kill Me." My eyes just rolled so hard they <laughs> they're out of my head. <laughs> they're like, gone. <laughs> they rolled across the room. Bye, eyes. But no, yeah, I think this is what made that song super duper popular. Oh um, my god, it was yeah. played so fucking much in two thousand nine. It was yeah. like at like every fucking thing, and well, like. Being, yeah. being like the the sheer the sheer torture of being inside of like a bus full of high schoolers singing that song is so <laughs> indescribable. Like, yeah, see, I don't know if that still happens now, but like God, I, I I hope not. I hope we can save the future generations from that torment. Um, Finn but, and mean, Rachel are on lead, yeah. um, as they are wont to do. Yep, because they're both white. Um, yes, and heterosexual and, and abled. Um, yeah, um, but Will sees them perform and cries. The jazz band wears fedoras. Yeah, I put I put this is nice foreshadowing of all the other characters. Um, yeah, because um, we see Puck, like Puck sees this performance. Yeah, um, and Sue, Santana, and Quinn are also all there for some yes. reason. Yep. Um, um, I think it's as like a as a nice way to close out the show. Like, hey, rem- remember that these characters exist too. Now, please pick up our show so that we can make <laughs> six seasons. Yes, um, yeah. So, I mean, that's that's the whole episode, really. Um, it only took us an hour to get through it, which is great because it took them forty five minutes to do it all. <laughs> Whatever. Um, I I feel like we did a we did a better job Probably. in our pilot episode than they did. So yes, and then see that's what I was saying like maybe like. Maybe we actually are going to cause a problem, though, because our show's going to get so popular that, like, <laughs> the journey will just take off again because everybody's going to oh. rewatch this pilot. Oh, God. I, well, I, I'm so sorry. So on that note, um, I, I recommended this because um, Rachel Berry uh, puts a gold star next to her name whenever she signs yes. it. And she explains it because it's because she's, it's she's a she's star. She's a star. Um, so I figured we could both uh, nominate somebody to get a gold star on every episode that's a great idea (laughs) i love that (laughs) um so that way we can kind of like crown our own stars um yeah we should we should start we should star characters and then say what was our favorite number from the show yes the episode well and then there's one last thing with the rating um but we can get to that after we do all the other stuff so yeah um we're still working this out folks can you tell my my gold star goes to emma um and it's because Cute. she actually seems to care about other people and puts up with a ton Whoa. of shit in this episode. <laughs> like, everyone else is really mean to her. And, like, literally, like, oh, God. Like, there's a there's just a ton of stuff where it's just, like, she's just such a delicate, delicate little flower. And she's adorable. And she's super nice. And I thought she was one of the only decent people. So Yeah. Um, I'm going to give my gold star to Mercedes. Nice. Um, because she is like goes sadly underrepresented in basically every episode of this television show. Yeah. Even where even where Mercedes is like one of the main characters of an episode, not good enough. Fair not enough. for me. <laughs> um uh my l- l- let's do favorite numbers. What was yours? Sure. Um oh, that's hard. You putting me on the spot here. Sorry. Um, no, it's okay. I think my favorite number is Rehab. Because it yes. was dope Agreed. as hell. <laughs> that, is, that is also my favorite. Because it, it is great and fun. Yeah, it's, it's exactly what show choir is supposed to be. Which is not what the rest of the show is going to show us. So, um, yeah. Well. yeah, and then last quick thing here. 
Um, I give this episode, well, so the rating I'm going with here, and stick with me, um, I'm mm-hmm. giving it zero out of five slushies. So <laughs> okay. the idea is that I wouldn't slushy this episode even once because it was great and it was great for the time. And in retrospect, it still lives up to most yeah, of I, it. So. I would uh, I would agree. I have the same rating for this yeah. episode. Yeah. So um, the, the a, idea is a solid like, pilot, a solid yeah. pilot that convinced us to watch the show. Yeah, exactly. And so Which is exactly what you want from a pilot. Yeah. And yeah, so I, I figure we can keep this up and, you know, it, it's kind of like golf or frisbee golf where the lower your score is, the better you're doing. So, yeah, sounds good to me. OK. Um, yeah. So yeah, uh, uh, thanks for listening to this yeah. uh, over hour long ramble. <laughs> I can't promise it'll get any better. So I mean, um, I don't think it should. I think I think we're really um, we're hitting the ground running here. It's true. And like I said, we don't, this episode. We don't, yeah. What are, do we have a name for the podcast yet? It's Sam and Maggie hate Glee. Sounds great. <laughs> yep. And you can find so our email address is s and m hate Glee at gmail dot com. Our nice. Twitter is at S and M hate glee. And our Facebook page is at facebook.com slash S and M hate glee. So great. Yeah. Um, wa- you can watch the show along with us. I, if you're gonna, if you're gonna do it, I recommend you, uh, at least watch the first season. Cause it's not bad. No. Yeah. And you should definitely From what I can remember yeah. anyway. Yeah. You should definitely watch it before you listen to us. Spoil it. Probably. If you, if you care about those things, if not, then like go for it either yeah. way. Um, the colors are bright. Uh, the, the, <laughs> the tunes are the, catchy. The story moves fast. <laughs> yep. There you go. What else could you want? Um, anyway, yep. uh, stay tuned. We're going to, we're going to keep doing episodes even if nobody listens. Exactly. <laughs> yep. And so um, next time we'll tackle episode two of season one, which is called Showmance. Um, this has been Sam and Maggie Hate Glee, episode one. Bye. Ba, da, da, ba, da, ba, da, ba.